Hello and welcome to The Well Podcast. Find out more at facebook.com forward slash The Well Event. Praise God. I love that song. Um, and I did put it in by request. Hosanna. It means save now. That's what they shouted when they waved those palm branches as Jesus was heading to the cross. Ultimately, within a week, that's where he would be. And they waved the branches, Hosanna, Hosanna, save now, save now. And Jesus was going to the cross. And I love the, the, the words of that where it says in that song, break my heart for what break yours, what breaks yours, because he has a heart. Think of the words of Jesus, oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I have gathered you as a hen would gather its young, but you would not. You think even as he goes to where Lazarus, his friend was, and his friend Lazarus was dead, and you read that short verse, shortest verse of the Bible, Jesus wept. Break my heart, God, for what breaks yours. See, Jesus is not some distant figure watching the world events aloof and distant and disconnected. His heart breaks. When he sees the people that he died for and he sees them wounding each other and hurting each other, his heart breaks. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Break my heart, God, for what breaks yours. How many of you have watched news reports with tears welling up as you've seen the events that are taking place? So here we are tonight with hearts that are broken because God's heart breaks for the people that he died for. And we are going to pray. Psalm 3, verse 4. Psalm of David, words from David at the top of the Mount of Olives when it's all gone wrong. Have you been there? I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Selah. I'll read it just once more, will I? I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. What are we to do tonight? Cry to the Lord. Do you know there's a time to approach the Lord with gentleness? There's a time to draw near to him with tenderness? There was a, a girl I remember hearing her praying when I was in Bible college and we met to pray all the time. You kind of got used to the way different people prayed and she prayed in a way that really impressed me and it kind of stuck with me because I would often just get up before the Lord and say, you know, Lord, would you do this? Lord, would you do that? Lord, would you do the other? And she used to get up and say, please, Father, please, Father, would you save my family? Please, Father. And see the manners with which she approached the king, it really struck a chord with me, the tender, gentle manner she had before him. There is a time for that tender gentleness, but there is also a time to cry out to God from the gut. It might seem like a strange method of communication, 
You know, imagine if that's how I get on all the time in the house, you know. Diane, how are you this morning? And Diane might say back, I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for asking. It would be strange and weird if we just shouted all the time and cried out all the time. But there might be an appropriate moment where maybe I fell over and like broke my leg. Then it's, Diane, would you come and help me? And she might shout back, help yourself or something. I don't know. <laughs> she wouldn't. She loves me. She loves me dearly. There's a time where it's appropriate to cry out to God. That word cry comes from a, a Hebrew word, Q-A-R-A, kara, I guess it's pronounced, or quara. It means to cry out to the Lord. It's the same word that's used in the Genesis narrative where you read that he called the light day. He called the darkness night. It's that same word. He cried out the power of his voice as he cried out. He called the light day. He called the darkness night. He called the dry land earth. It was a call from within him that was released into the universe. It carried power because it came forth from him and the atmosphere was changed by his creative power. We are made in his image. In Proverbs 18, we read about the power that we have in our cry. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Cry out tonight from what is within you. Cries and calls can be powerful to the very changing of atmospheres, circumstances, and environments. Cry to the Lord. How should we do it? Listen, this one's obvious. With your voice. Many times there's a cry within your heart, and there's a time to let that cry come before the Lord within your heart. You know, Hannah, she had a cry. It was a cry for a son. Uh, but she went before the Lord at Shiloh in the house of God and her voice was not used. It was just her lips that moved. It was a cry that was just from her heart to God's heart and it was effective. And you can do that in this place tonight, but there is also the occasion where your voice must be used. John the Baptist was a voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. It was that voice that carried power. The use of the voice can bring great release. The use of the voice even tonight enables others to hear your cry and to get behind your prayer, creating greater power and greater effectiveness. So tonight I want to encourage you, use your voice. And I'm going to say this, you might find that the scariest thing in all the world to do. But I hope I am not putting spiritual blackmail upon you here. And that's something I would never wish to do. But tonight is important. Tonight maybe is a night to forget about, I, I don't know if I can do this, or I'm afraid of what people might think. Tonight for the people of Ukraine, could you lift your voice? And here tonight, we're not judging you or marking any mistakes you'll make. 
as you lift your voice, we're saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, and we're getting behind you. And we're adding power to the prayer as we pray for the people of Ukraine. Cry to the Lord. Cry with your voice. If you're young and you think you're nervous, do it. If you're visiting us tonight and dare I say it, that you're old, <laughs> thank you, be a part of it. We want to hear you too. I cried to the Lord with my voice. And he heard me. You know, it can be translated that he answered me or he responded to me. Proverbs 16 says that the preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. That can be translated from the Amplified Bible. The plans of the mind and orderly thinking belong to man, but from the Lord comes the wise answer. There is a wise answer from the Lord. And that is something that is needed for the time in which we live. It is something that the politicians of the Ukraine need. It is something that the global leaders of the world require right now. They require wisdom and not the wisdom of men. They need the wisdom of God. And can that even be something we can pray for tonight? That even our leaders and the leaders of Ukraine and even the very leaders of Russia, that even this very night, and they might not even be aware of where this has come from, but that the wisdom of God would be imparted to them even supernaturally, that they might find themselves making decisions unaware of how and why and the, the thinking behind it, but knowing this is the decision I must make because wisdom has been imparted to them supernaturally from on high. Wisdom calls aloud, according to Proverbs chapter 1. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the opening of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. And oh God, may wisdom prevail in the streets of Eastern Europe tonight. When we cry with our voice, there is a meeting with the cry from the voice of wisdom and solution can be found with God's seal of approval. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill, or from his holy hill. It's thought that David, who is the psalmist here, it's thought that he's referring to the hill of Zion, and this is the place where God was most known amongst his people. This was the location of the Ark of the Covenant that symbolized God's presence amongst his people. I believe that here tonight we're in a place where he is known amongst his people. We're in the place where his presence dwells, not because of a building. We're in the place where his presence dwells because of the promise, where two or three are gathered, and here you've come. Brilliant. Honestly, you're to be so commended for being here tonight. And where two or three are gathered, because you're here, where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst, Jesus is here. Break my heart for what breaks yours. We're here because his heart broke first in eternity. And he's here. He inhabits the praises of his people, he's here. Be encouraged tonight to believe that there is a time where a cry is necessary before the Lord. 
Use your voice tonight to proclaim it. Know that he will respond with the wisdom that is needed. It can be even deposited right now as we pray. You have come to the right place, the place where he is known amongst his people. Be encouraged to believe that he will meet with you here. Amen. So just now, this is prayer time one that we're going to go into. Prayer time two, uh, Jewel's going to sort of lead us into that really with what she will share. And I believe that will encourage us further for that section to really pray on for now. Let's pray for Ukraine. Let's pray for the president. Let's pray for the people. Let's pray for the army. Let's pray for the sons of Russia who have been sent into war to shed their blood. Let's pray for the name of Jesus to be lifted as a banner above that place that Jesus would be the refuge and Jesus would be the sanctuary. And let's pray for the purposes of God to prevail. Let's pray for the people of, China, of Russia and China. Let's pray for the people of Ukraine to bow the knee to Jesus. And you know, there's many there who know him. There's many there who love him. There's many there. Often, often you come into church circles and it's as if we're on the losing side. You know, it's as if the church is dwindling here and dwindling there and we're the last bastion of truth. But hear me, Jesus said it so it's true. I'm building my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And he's building his church even in Ukraine, the people of God who love him. Let's pray that they'll be strong. Let's pray that God will use them. Let's pray they'll be protected. Let's pray they will shine as a light in the darkness. 